greatest new podcast in the world. From WWE to DNA Impact. By way of the NWA, it's time for Reffing It Up. With legendary referee Brian Hebner. An all new episode starts in... This, this is Reffing It Up. Welcome to another episode of Reffing It Up with Brian Hebner. I am the man with the magical voice, RJ. He is the man in the stripes, Mr. Brian Hebner. Brian, what's up, man? Not a whole lot, man. Not a whole lot. Had a really busy, good weekend, and we're back now in the saddle. And uh, I want to start out by saying a couple things. I'm uh, real sorry about last week's episode. Uh, uh, it was a very unforeseen. Uh, D'Lo had some family engagements that he actually forgot about. Uh, back to school night's a pretty big deal to these kids. And, uh, I think he forgot about it. And, uh, so he had to, obviously he had to cover that. So we, we, we apologize for that. And, uh, like I'd stated, uh, on Twitter, we are a family program. We support families and, uh, obviously that's important to him and we were not going to make him miss that because of our show. So sorry about that. And then, uh, second of all, this is the first time I've ever done this, um, doing podcasting. Um, I am doing it in my car watching my daughters play softball. So if my attention span gets a little off rail, that is the reason. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll pull you back into it, Brian. You know, that's, uh, it seems to be uh, a common occurrence this, <laughs> the past few days. Okay. Come on, Turner. Let's go. Come on. Lead you, ba- <laughs> yeah, lead, yeah, yeah. Lead you, lead you back. Uh, no, but yeah, it was a definitely a um, very productive weekend for, for you and I uh, and the show in general too. So uh, we have hopefully in the very near future, we'll have some very, uh, very big news to drop to you. Uh, hopefully coming in the very near future. We got a lot of, uh, what do they call them, Brian? Irons in the fire. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, you know, stick your, stick your face out there and um, talk to some people and uh, you know, obviously professionally and see what happens, man. Um, so yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. And if it's nothing, you know, it, it is what it is. We, we, we have something. So either way. Yeah. E- either way we look at it, it's, uh, you know, we're really doing, we've been fairly fortunate with, uh, with the show as popular as it's been. It's, it was very interesting this past, you know, this past weekend, uh, we'll, we'll get a little into it now and then we'll get into it later on as well. But, uh, just very, uh, very humbling, at least on my end. I don't, I don't know how how you felt about it, but uh, just a lot of the people that came up to us were in Chicago um, for Top Guy Weekend in Chicago, as well as the wrestling showcase, which you were a part of. Um, and if you, anybody out there that uh, follows the show, either on Twitter or Instagram, at Reffing It Up, um, saw that. Um, saw some pictures of you back in the ring. One last ride, anyways. Yeah, and uh, like you said, we'll get to it later. Um, but it was a good, fun, interesting weekend. And I will say on your, what you're, you know, touching on what you just said, that the, uh, I was very, very uh, overwhelmed, really, with the amount of people that literally knew all about our show. And, and um, you know, and it was great to meet them and, and, and that kind of thing. And uh, just, just very humbling, like you said, it was a great word to use, that uh, how many people really just, in that wrestling community really get into our podcast and then just do all kinds of stuff, man, all kinds of stuff about me now. So, uh, really, really neat. And, uh, it was just, a just really pleasurable just meeting all those people out there. 
Yeah, hopefully it uh, hopefully it won't be the last. Obviously, uh, like I said, we won't get too far into the weeds on that. Um, still a lot of uh, you know T's to be crossed, I's to be dotted, and whatnot. Uh, so yeah, like I said, it's, it's looking forward to, you know, as we're recording tonight on Tuesday, uh, you'll hear this at, on Wednesday at 9am or pretty much whenever you're, you're listening to it, obviously, cause it's, you know, maybe you listen to it back, but, uh, you know, football's coming up too. So it, it's interesting to ha- have football back at the same time, because this wrestling that the current product out there is just unreal. It's great time to uh, be, be in the business, be a part of the business, be a fan or, you know, or be part of the media. Like we are, I guess we were part of the media, I guess. <laughs> no, it is. Um, you know, it's a very, very interesting time and very interesting things happening. Um, every minute, man, every minute, you know, there's something going on. So really cool on that end. And, uh, it's just, um, you know, fun to be part and talk about, the industry of wrestling and uh you know just you know i may not be in the ring and obviously everybody's like oh well i thought you were retired i am retired let me reiterate that i am done that is my last official date as far as me getting in a ring um i had already pre-booked this or booked this um and and had this booking before the retirement was actually uh announced so that's why so no i'm not reneging and no i'm not uh getting back in the ring that was it um, and I'm going to touch on that one big time when we get to the weekend. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. Um, I, I, I don't want to dig too deep, but it, sure. it was, uh, it was like having to learn how to ride a bike again. And it was only been what, three or four months. So. Yeah. I think when, when we chatted, uh, during the event, I think we looked at it as far as it being, uh, since June. So about three months there's two. So, uh, it, it, it was good to at least to see you back in the ring. You had uh, met, saw some old friends, saw some new ones, uh, made some new ones, made some bad ones, whatever <laughs> the case may be. But uh, it, it just it's good to be back in the saddle, be back to reality somewhat, um, especially up here in lovely uh, rainy Western New York. It's rained for like the last two days. I get back at five o'clock uh, Sunday evening. Uh, and it just, since then it's just been drowned down for, and I'm like, Oh, fan freaking fantastic. I'm like, well, so much for doing the, uh, <laughs> so much for doing the lawn later on, but you know, is what it is, I guess. Well, I'll tell you this, RJ, uh, I don't know about you, but I was completely pooped out, man. Sunday when we flew back home, yeah. um, when you don't do this thing often, golly, man, yeah. Um, I was just slam, slam wore out and tired and, uh, Ooh, uh, glad I got it over with. Glad to be back home. Yeah, no, I, I passed out. Uh, what was it? Well, yeah. Sunday night. I was probably in bed. I was falling asleep on the couch by like eight thirty, nine o'clock. I even took a nap on the plane. Cause my, my player for, uh, my podcast for a uh, uh, player, uh, for AFS decided not to work on the plane, even though it got it on the way down on the, or on the way down over, I should say on the way back. It's like, yep, yeah, we're not going to play. We're not going to play for you. So you're going to have to take a nap. I'm like, Oh, what the Christ. But yeah, yeah it, it, it's good to, like I said, it's good to be home back to reality. Uh, Gavin started school today. First, uh, first day of fifth grade. So, uh, he made, he made the comment last night, Brian, he's like, uh, he goes to my wife. He's like, mommy, you're getting old. 
She's like, why? She's like, oh, because he's like, I'm starting sixth grade next year. I said, bud, you get through fifth grade first, pal. Yeah. Yeah. First day of school for the kids here uh, as well. So went really well. They looked adorable this morning, waiting for the bus. It was awesome. Um, they're eighth graders, so next year it will be totally different game because we're going into high school. And boy, oh boy, twin daughters, no one say a word to me because I know. Well, at, at, at this time next year, I'll put an alert in my phone for this time to make sure that there's uh, plenty of Miller lights in, uh, in the state of Virginia. Plenty of packs of cigarettes as well to make sure that you are as relaxed as possible, even though it's probably at at, at that point, it's probably going to be impossible. I can't relate, obviously. Uh, But uh, yeah, I, I, well, it is what it is, man. (laughs) You've gotten this far. Yep. We've gotten that far. Yep. You're right. So any update on, on, on Trevor from, um, from college? Um, he's doing very well. He's doing yeah. very well. Um, he's really adjusting well. He really loves the school. And if you didn't know, he goes to Milligan University out in East Tennessee, uh, Johnson City, uh, kind of where close to where East Tennessee State is. If you guys are no, you know, familiar with that. Um, yes, he's uh, he's doing really well, man. He's uh, his baseball is doing well. He's hitting the ball well. He had two home runs the other day, out in practice. So um, proud of him, man. Proud of him. And he's uh, like I said, he's adjusting very well and. Really liking it up there, which is kind of scary. I thought he'd be homesick, but he's not. Well, I'm sure I'm sure he'll have uh, have a certain moments, but uh, you know, he he's just playing fall ball now. He's not playing regular season until until um, spring, right? Or they play winter? That's, no, they they play year round, but it's it's not um it's not the real deal until uh, winter. Oh, or okay. fall, whatever you said. Yeah, because I can't imagine down there in Tennessee gets very, very cold during the winter. I'm sure you probably get some snow and whatnot, but oh, a lot of it. Yeah. So are they up? Are they up in the mountains there? Yeah, they are. It's a rare mountainous up there. I mean, heck, the last two times I've been, it was uh, raining and snowing, and that was the first time I've been up there. Um, it, it hasn't rained and it hasn't snowed, so that was awesome. Yeah. So let's, uh, we got an introduction to our first count. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your first count. Brian, the man is back in living color. The one, the only Mr. D'Lo Brown. D'Lo, welcome back, man. What's going on, fellas? Let's do part two. Let's do this right this time. <laughs> I was saying, let's have a little what fun. Up, Every- what up, Beheb? Every- Every, everybody's mobile except me. I feel like I should just take all my stuff out in the car and just sit Bro, there. Go get in the air conditioner. Go sit in the car and join us. <laughs> yeah. But uh, hey, no. so a couple, couple things I wanted to start off with. The, um, I was really curious because, uh, you know, obviously we had to do part two because yeah, I had too many questions. So, um, listen, um, I want you to talk about a little bit about the days when me and you worked together with Hermie Sadler. Oh, and what that was like, bro. Those are some good times. Hermie's a great dude. Like, if you don't know Emporia, Virginia, mines will be called Sadlerville because when you get off there, it's the Sadler rest stop. You go to the Sadler gas station. Up the road is the hotel where everybody stays. And it's owned by Hermie, so it, it's like everything is great. But like, we had so much fun because he would put on the shows, and yeah, great talent there. Um, Man, I remember one time we, we'd always do doubles. We'd do back to back. So you'd have one show in like 
Emporia the next night would be, you know, some about 45, 50, 50 miles away. But man, those sitting there having dinner and having drinks with the boys and hanging out and chilling, that's some of the best times. And then you have fun at the show the next day. So yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I'm a big Hermie Sadler fan and Hermie, you're listening, bring it back. Let's do it again. Let's run it back one more again. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Well, to kind of set this up, though, too, for people that don't know, Hermie is a, a longtime race car driver. Yes, His sir. brother is Elliot. Um, and basically, this guy who would, I would say, at that time was running indie events, this guy had us taken care of. We had catering. Yes. He had us, yep, he had us set up at hotels. He had after parties all lined up for the boys. And we got paid. Yep. And we had some good damn fucking shows, man, and some good talent, man. There was a lot of good talent there. And what here's the thing is like as soon as you got there, Hermie would hand your envelope. And then he would say, if you had a rental car, go over to the gas station and tell him that you're gonna fill it up on me. She'd walk over and go, Hermie told me to fill it up. Okay. You're filling <laughs> it up. Wow. And then <laughs> you're right. He had us he had us set up in the best hotel that was there. Huge after party, huge catering. I mean, Hermie did it first class from from top to bottom, from your flight into your flight home. You were taken care of first class. Do you 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 guys remember what uh, what type of catering there was? Because there has to be specifics. Yeah, I, there's got to be some specific as well, far as food. Him right? and his wife own up. They own a restaurant called the um, Oh Show. For show, for show, yeah. And so you'd get you'd get whatever was there. Uh, and they 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 cover everything from ribs to you know steaks to burgers. They got everything there. So you no matter what it was, it was going to be good. Yeah, well, I think we're at that part of the year, guys. Too where to I'm sure we'll get back to wrestling too. But I had one comment that I wanted to get from you, Dilo. Too is getting in that part uh, as we're this releases tomorrow. Tomorrow night, my Bills are taking on the Rams in the first game of the uh, NFL season. What is uh, sun- Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, whatever, whenever your Bears are playing? Uh, wh- what's on the grill? Are you grilling? Are you baking? Are you are you smoking? What are you doing? Well, see, here here's the thing. Um, because I live on the West Coast, Bears always kick off at 10 a.m. Mm. for me. So grilling or whatever happens after the game so Mm -hmm. it all depends on if the bears win or lose (laughs) if if, if they win i'm cooking steak if they lose i'm cooking a hamburger (laughs) (laughs) yeah because it's uh i i've been experimenting maybe it'd be this time of the year uh i start experimenting with a little with this the uh, smoked meats uh, if you will uh, my my buddy smokes a brisket every Sunday for he's a Bengals oh. fan. So he smokes a brisket. He starts at about he gets up about six a.m. and he's like, "Up oh, by kickoff, it should be good." I said, mm. "I'm like, mm. so so RJ, I have to ask you a question. Um, we were talking this too. I want Dilo to hear this. I don't even know if he knows. So what is the spread on your game for Thursday? What's that spread? Now you're at Vegas, right? Or uh, no, we're at L.A. You're, you're at L. Yeah, I'm sorry, L.A. Yeah, yeah, I, you're at LA. So what is that spread? Listen to this, D-Lo. Last time I looked, it was and is when we were over in Chicago this weekend, Brian. I think it was two and a half. 
Yep, still two and a half for Buffalo. Buffalo mm. going going to L.A. Wow, No, here's the here's the thing is uh, Matthew Stafford's got a his, something he's got like a dead elbow or something, so he's dealing with that. So I think that factors in. Um, so yeah, he he's uh, actually been limited throwing out here, you know, out in L.A. Just because they don't want to, they don't want to kill his arm off before the season even starts. So that's a concern. Yeah, but Dilo, what is your what's your ceiling and what's your floor for the Bears this year? Um, my floor is whatever. My ceiling is whatever they do for me. I, I, this is my red shirt year. Like I think next year's our year. Um, I, I look at this year and I've said this before. Like this is a keeper draft this year. So we we got Justin. Now let's put other people pieces around him and hold him until next year. And then next year, they've got $100 million of cap space to do whatever they want. You could buy half the NFL with that. So what's your, what's your guess? Give me, give, me a, give me a record. Six and 11, seven and 10-ish. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. I, 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 think, I think the – I've heard it put nicely the other day. The Bears are going to be frisky, and that means they're going to be competitive every game. They're going to win some games they shouldn't. They're going to lose some games they shouldn't, which puts them right in the middle of the, you know. And it's all based on if that offensive line holds up. But, you know, I I was at practice uh, about two weeks ago, and I watched Justin Fields throw. And and all I got to say is that brother is legit with his accuracy. Mm. You think he's the the guy of the future for the Bears? I don't know because I don't know what a good quarterback looks like because I've never had one. (laughs) I, I, I can't tell you. I've never – any quarterback that's ever been at Bears Uni has been, eh. I mean, when Sid Luckman's still your all-time leading passer, something's wrong. Wait, you mean oh, Eric, Eric Kramer was uh, throwing that ball around like it was his business back in the 90s there? What the hell? Yeah, and he was also laying on his back a lot, so. My thing is I'm just going to sit back and enjoy. No, there's no pressure on the Bears. So yeah. it's just – I get to – it's fun games. Just – Watching. Do you I'm go to in, Do you I'm, go to a lot of games or no? Not in Soldier. I go more road games because uh, one Soldiers. It's cheaper to fly somewhere else and watch the Bears play and buy a ticket in that stadium than mm-hmm. it is to go to Chicago and watch them play in Soldier. So, oh, yeah. like, you know, I, I saw him. I saw him out here with the Raiders last year. Um, I'll probably get two away games in somewhere mm-hmm. um, this season. Right. So I'm in a predicament myself. Uh, uh, I've got this great quarterback now that they're hoping to be a franchise quarterback for us, and it's uh, Mr. Carson Wentz, who, uh, you know, was a great quarterback in Philly for a couple of years and then kind of flubbed up and then went to Indianapolis and then lost his job because he couldn't beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, put him in the playoffs. Yep. Um, and if, if you don't think the NFL knows what they're doing, the first game that the Redskins play are against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who we yep. couldn't beat and got fired over. Yep. So uh, – I think the Redskins ride as high as he can be. Yeah, but you gotta, yeah, take into account though too, Brian. It uh, they're in that NFC. What do they call it? The NFC lease now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 I'm. If I look at that division, like Dallas doesn't scare me. The Giants don't scare me. I think the Eagles got some. The, the Eagles got some gas. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Washington's got a good D, and it's all depending on what Carson Wentz can do. If he can control the ball and not turn it over, then then the, 
you guys will have a you'll you'll be competing for the playoffs. But if he's yeah. Carson Wentz who likes to chuck it and duck it and you know if you got the guy who led Philly to the playoffs and was on an MVP pace, that's mm-hmm. great. You get the guy from Indianapolis, you yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, I just really hope you know if you look at him statistically though, where this is where people are really sleeping a little bit. That 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 guy throws some touchdowns, man. I'm talking about 20 plus every year's play. No, he does. Um, he, he's, he's he's he can he's got a hell of arm. He's lively. He's accurate. Just he sometimes throws in the bad coverage. <laughs> Well, he better get used to handing the ball off because I think the studs of that offense are going to be in the uh, in the backfield on top of uh, outside McLaurin outside. But still, it's like, man, there's so open in that division that anybody you, you could have a run and still win that division. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm really, really excited, man. Really excited for the season. Just not in general, just Redskins. Just in general, football. Just in general, football. I just can't wait. Well, I was I was texting with with Josh Matthews last week. We're watching college football, and I was like, I was like, I'm so happy football's back. You know, you don't. Yeah. It's so long between the last game and the first game of the regular season, but then when it gets here, the season goes by so damn fast, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. But you know, I'm 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 thankful it's back, and here we are. You know, Thursday night kickoff is is you know just a few hours away. I can't wait. Yeah. You know, and and what's what's even better too, Dilo, is yours truly faces off against Brian in fantasy football week one too, and I'm favored by ten points. So uh, it, it, Brian Nine. will put too many Brian will put too many Washington guys in there. Actually, I don't. I don't I, he doesn't. Have, defense, he, that's it. Yeah, that's he only has a defense. <laughs> he has more. He has more Vegas players than anything. Really? Well, I think I think the Vegas offense is going to be lively. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I, David I think Carr. David Carr is is getting slept on, bud. David Carr is getting slept on, and he's got Adams. I think Devontae Adams is going to show everybody what David Carr's arm is really like because when you have an elite receiver, he makes your quarterback what he's supposed to be. Because if the quarterback puts the ball anywhere in the vicinity of an elite receiver, it's the receiver's job to go get it, and Devontae goes and gets it. So. There's balls that receivers last year were just a foot to the left or a foot to the high or a foot to the right that they didn't get. Devontae's gonna go up and get those balls. So yeah, yeah. I think I think Carson's gonna be I mean, he's I mean, um Derek's gonna do okay. Yeah, because I have a lot of stock in one of your boys, Delo. I got a lot of stock in uh, Cole Komet. And uh it's uh, it could be interesting to see what uh, his role will be coming out of uh, as as far as the tight end roles goes. So I wanted to do this with you, Dilo. So look at this. So since we're talking, well, RJ wanted to brag because he's nine point favorite. Um, it did move to ten. Sorry, I'm looking at it again now. So I've got Carr, Devontae Adams, Judy, Delvin Cook. Running back from Denver, Williams. Pitts for tight end. Thielen, Thielen, whatever you want to say it. And the kicker and defense doesn't matter. Um, He's got Justin Herbert, Cup, Davis, Buffalo. Uh, What's his first name? Is it Greg? Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis, okay. He's got Swift for Detroit. He's got Connor from Arizona. 
And his tight end is your boy, I guess, that you just referred to, which is the – I don't even know how you say that. Cole Komet. 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 Okay. And, and then his flex play is Bateman. Uh, Baltimore wide receiver. So that that's that's what we're looking at. Um, but I want to get your thoughts too, and then before we bring back D'Lo, um, is uh, the gut check. We'll get back in a little bit of wrestling. So what's your? I'm sorry. What's your question? The the whole on thoughts on the as far as the how the gut check got started there in in, in um, TNA. Well, I think what happened was uh, at that point in time, Jeff was looking for talent um, mm-hmm. outside and thought of a way and, a, and an avenue to to get local talent, <clears throat> excuse me, from each city that we were going to, to um, have an opportunity to show what they had and, and, and maybe gain a contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, me and uh, D'Lo were heading the, 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 the force uh, to do that. And, uh, that's exactly what we did. We went around and I mean, we would have 20 and 30 kids show up, man. And it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, but yeah, so that's basically what it was. We would just go around the country and run these, you know, gut checks all over the place and just have people able to sign up. And it didn't matter of degree of how long they wanted to do it. Obviously we wanted the most experienced people and some of the best in that area. Uh, and, and we got some of that too. And we actually got talent out of this thing. So, it, it worked. It did. And so I, I thought it was a very good, successful thing they did for a while. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Uh, yeah, it, it was definitely nice to go back and, and and see a lot of that that history with TNA with the gut check because it really produced some good talent. Uh, maybe not some not some good talent, but for the most part, it definitely uh, – it definitely worked out. Absolutely. I agree. And so we're not, um, I have an idea. So when I want to wrench here, why don't we go to count two and just figure out, uh, if D'Lo can get his, his stuff back together for us. Sure. Let's head up there right now. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your second count. count, count. Like we mentioned at the top of the show, Brian, you and I were both in Chicago this past weekend uh, for work purposes and, you know, and, and pleasure purposes as well. Uh, but somebody that else was in Chicago was AEW All Out. Uh, did you happen to catch some of those snippets that they were going around the Internet? Uh, it, or did you happen to catch the show? No. Oh, the only thing I caught was that post-match scrum, uh, that uh, interview thing. Uh, good lord, uh, what 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 a what a mess! Um, but uh, I did see you know highlights here and there, but not 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 much to speak of. You know, I, I'm I'm glad you touched on that scrum. It's just I, for what it's worth, I've never ever since they started these post post event scrums, whatever the hell you want to call it, press conferences. Just for once, I just want to see one without Tony Khan. You know what I mean? I totally am with you. Totally. I I, I just don't feel that that is needed. The, 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 The focus should be on your talent. Shouldn't be on you. I know it's, it's <laughs> harder than you know, than you, you may think, uh, but 
uh, it, it, it just blows my mind sometimes. And this whole CM Punk going off, you know, it, it's been the scuttlebutt. Everybody thinks it's a work. Everybody thinks it, it, it's a shoot. I, honestly, I really could care less about it. I just think that the only thing that it's doing is I think it's hurting AEW, to be honest with you, because it's just showing that your talent is like, it can go off like that. You know what I mean? And it's just like you're the Tony Khan. It's like, okay, come on, let's, you know, pull him back in. You know, can't go, let him go too far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I discussed this on our last episode, um, before we had DO on part one. Um, you, you just cannot have the boys running and that's, what's going on. The boys are running this thing. Um, with no ramifications. I mean, you got guys just coming out with promos on their own, you know, with their own agenda. You got guys on the stage, like just cussing each other out and talking bad about each other with, with behind the scenes shit. I mean, um, it's just unbelievable. Uh, I just don't see, and like I said, it's becoming an unraveling situation. And until he gets control back on the actual company and has people pay ramifications for what they do, I don't see that this is going to stop anybody from stopping this stuff. I mean, I really don't. Yeah, and, and they're trying literally everything. I, we, we saw the return of MJF, who legitimately got more of a baby face pop than he did before when he was the heel. Because I think wrestling fans want to cheer for the bad guys because it's cool, in my opinion. Well, I think it, you're not going to get anything but that with MJF because what did he do, which everybody else does, or would want to do? And that's say, fuck you to your boss. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin is another great example of what MJF did. It's a, basically the same thing. It's him against his boss. I know that you know. there's been certain times where I like to go to work and tell my boss, fuck off, call him a piece of shit. If that's how I felt, I'm not saying I do feel like that, but I'm just saying, right. but if, if that's how I felt, you know how many Americans do feel that way about their bosses and thought that that was the coolest shit they ever saw was him just f bombing and just dropping bombs on his on his on his 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 boss. I mean, you know, that's what people are going to be cheering. Um, he's going to have a hard time turning back babies. I mean, uh, heel yeah. uh, for a while. So this is something he may want to embrace because he's going to be, you know, a, a baby face. And that's just the way it is. And, I, you know, I do think people do cheer heels to just do it, at least like wrestling fans do. But I really think that this is the ultimate because it's a screw you to your boss. I really do. And I, do you think he obviously they're playing the whole angle with him and uh, and Punk, too, going forward. Do you think he takes a strap off him? No, why? He's not going to make him pay anything. What's he going to make him pay? You think you think he's going to say to his biggest draw in the company right now um, that I didn't appreciate what you said. I'm going to strip you the belt, so I need you to go out and lay down uh, this week on Dynamite. That shit ain't happening. Yeah, it's going to no. go on. It's going to go on unjustified. He's going to be able to do whatever he wants to do. That's just the way things are being run right now in that company. Um, I remember my early years in, 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 in Impact when it was being flunked around between, you know, you know, Dixie and Anthem and whatnot. And there wasn't really a power to be for a little while. And, and guess what? The boys is like, there's a substitute teacher. So what happens? So right now I think AEW has a substitute teacher 
<clears throat> and they're missing the main teacher. That main teacher is Tony Khan, and he needs to put those big boy pants on and then shows the boys that he is the boss and what does happen when you don't fucking go by my rules. And until that happens, this shit is going to continue. You know, and I just, it, it's sad to see because this, the whole promotion had such high hope, I think, at the beginning. And now, it, it to me, it's become like a laughing stock. It's like, whether it's rumor or whether it's not, the fact is, when you have people that, quote unquote, are fighting each other, in the locker room or, you know, yelling at each other or whatever. That's not good for business wherever you are. Listen, I know fans love it because you get the dirt out of it and it's something to talk about. Um, it's all over the sheets. It's all this, that, and that. But you know what? It was a very, very, very embarrassing moment for that company on all ends, all levels. Um, it, it was embarrassing. And anybody that doesn't think that is, is an idiot because that was a – laughable joking moment and if you don't think that companies that are competing against AEW didn't look at this shit and be like wow <laughs> what a joke this is turning into a joke and it was it was very embarrassing and it put people in a lot of weird positions too uncomfortable positions um so i mean geez um let's let's get back to wrestling let's get back to wrestling yeah. leave all that bullshit kindergarten stuff behind um, act like a grown ass man. Let's do our shit. Let's do what we have always done. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I, you know, it's one of those things for baseball fans out there. That I'm really, I compare this type of these types of antics. To, if you remember Brian back in the day with the uh, New York Yankees in the '70s, there in the in the '70s, you know, when Billy Martin was the team, uh, the uh, um, the manager, they were calling they were calling themselves Bronx Zoo. Because it was just that. It was a zoo. Everybody had rain over everything. And that's pretty much is what AEW's turned into is a zoo. Where it's so much chaos. When the lights go down, it's like, really, guys? Don't you don't you know? Don't you know how to run this company? I, I know I know you got all this money to throw at the wall and see what happens, but it's like, come on, guys. Uh and the and the other side of the coin is the, uh, Tony Khan is this whole thing about, oh, he's all upset because WWE decided to run the same time. They're running their well, card. The well, what's getting more attention? All right. So think about this. This is what's hurting the problem. More people are more concerned about all the bullshit and all the stupid shit that's going on as opposed to the actual fucking product. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. And yeah, Tony keeps throwing his money thing around. I heard him say the other day about, you know, um, well, if WWE wants to make this award, then I'll have to pony up and I've got more money than they do and all this other shit. Well, nobody gives a shit because you're not doing nothing with your money right now. Nothing. Except having the circus stuff after the actual uh, uh, pay-per-view. I mean, so, you know, I, I, the money part doesn't matter. And he can quit kicking that shit around because nobody cares. Spend your money the right way. Get some bosses in there so you can wrangle up some of this fucking Zeus shit going on. Well, but it's just like all his money is pretty much backstage. He's not using the majority of all his money. He's using the guys that, you know, that we've seen all the time. Like, show, tell, show me somebody new that we haven't seen before. I would absolutely love it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. I, I But I, I will say, my the best wrestling this weekend that I saw was on the WWE and the NXT side. 
that match that Urban Reigns and uh, and Drew McIntyre had. Holy hell, was that a knockout dragout? You had Sheamus and Walter, or uh, whatever the heck he's being called now, uh, Gunther, I believe. And that was a freaking knockout dragout fight. I I remember showing you the picture of uh, Sheamus's chest just broken out from all the sl- the chops that uh, Gunther was giving to him. No, that was and, and, and that was brutal. And uh, actually, we all got to sit around in uh, Chicago and watch the main event uh, with Roman Reigns, and uh, it was a really, really, really good match. Uh, lots of good false finishes, and lots of times where we all thought it was over. Uh, we were we were actually placing bets of who we thought would go over, <laughs> um, things of that nature. You know uh, what? We had some we had some betting going on where there might be somebody streaking naked. Uh, yeah, so crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff, but I mean, you know what? That's good business. They had a great pay per view, and guess what? There was no bullshit afterwards. Except, I hope y'all enjoyed it. Wait to the next one. Yeah, right. So you know what? Let's set it up to the third cow and talk about this weekend because I'm itching for this, Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your third count. Count. This past weekend, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we both were in Chicago for Top Guy Weekend for myself and the wrestling showcase that you're uh, working as well. Uh, just have to give a couple quick shout outs to everybody that was involved with the wrestling showcase. Um, I don't want to leave anybody out, so I was just going to say everybody in general. Uh, I know Josh, sure enough, was running the ship there. Uh, his whole team was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I Like I said, I don't. His brother was there, Fred, as well as Matt Mangle. Um, I know I'm leaving somebody out, so I f- apologize if I forgot anybody's names. I know Calvin Tan was running Gorilla with the, with that, but what did you think? I, from all instance and everybody I've talked to after the show, everybody absolutely loved the show, uh, the wrestling in and out of the ring. Yeah, well, let me just start out with saying this, that uh, Chicago was actually really, 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 really nice. Uh Visiting it and, and, and seeing all my friends that I hadn't seen in a while was really nice also. And then I just want to say hats off to uh, Comrade Thompson and his crew, man. Uh, what an amazing crew he's put together. And uh, I just felt so at home. They all opened up with arms and just uh, welcomed me in. It was awesome. And um, I just can't put over the fact of what a great crew he's got. It's so professionally run. And um, I was, you know, well, what I was going to say earlier uh, was that, you know, I really wasn't looking forward to it at all. Um, and because of the fact I just hadn't done it in a while, I wasn't looking forward to the travel. Um, I just wasn't looking forward to it at all. Um, but once I got there, got my feet wet, um, it actually turned out to be an amazing weekend that I was so blessed to be part of. So my complete mind change what happened as soon as I got there on Friday evening or Friday afternoon. So, at three shows, hats off. And uh, Comrade Thompson, your crew, thank you all very, very much for a wonderful, wonderful weekend that I will remember for a long, long time. Yeah, it was definitely, you know, we saw a lot of guys. Mike Kyoto was there that you, you had the honor of going up on, on stage with for his show there on Saturday night uh, with himself and Paulie B. Uh, it was definitely, I was just sitting back, just I was sitting off, off to the uh, left of the stage. I'm just sitting there, I'm like, man, this is this is pretty damn cool. See, now obviously, and everybody's making fun of us because we had the same damn colored shirt on. And I didn't realize until I walked downstairs, I'm like, Oh shit. And I'm like, I'm too lazy to go upstairs. I don't care. I'm sure we'll get, we'll made fun of, but, uh, 
but no, yeah, it was great to see a lot of you know, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of the friends that I've I've saw last year at Top Guy Weekend, as well as uh, you know new ones that I met this year, uh, as well as you and I both got a chance to officially meet JD Hoop, um, which he was running around and doing his thing, and it was definitely great to see him uh, see him there and see him doing well uh, with that. Uh, but that wrestling showcase, man, we had it, 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 honestly, it really seemed like an impact show. To be honest with you. Uh, to me, it was basically an impact uh, house show. Yeah. Um, but I thought that the actual wrestling part of it, I didn't see one bad match, man. I watched the whole thing. I thought I thought the whole show was amazing. And I think anybody that was there would, would say the same thing if you watched the fight. Um, just a really, really solid show. Um, everybody busted their ass. You know, nobody took a day off. Uh, so it was really, really good. I mean, if you didn't see it, you should maybe go out of your way to find out how you can watch it because it was really, really good. But no, there was a lot of people from Impact there, which was actually really cool for me because it's like going back home. Yeah. So, you know, you got Moose and Josh Alexander and the girls, Yana and uh, Chelsea and uh, Taya. And uh, it was just it was just really awesome to be around all those guys again and girls. Yeah. And if you head over to fight.tv, it'll still be there on demand. So you can purchase it there and watch it there. I would definitely suggest that you do that. You know, Josh, sure enough, and his great team over there at the wrestling showcase um, did a hell of a job, obviously being the first show, there's always, there's always hiccups um, along the way, but uh, you know, his great team over there, I, you know, I have to also commend, um, you know, John Elba, he's running around uh, the, the venue there when he was doing, the uh what do they call it sideline reporting i guess we could call it for professional wrestling something new uh that john thought about doing um and then obviously there at uh, at top guy weekend he was involved with that but um, all in all man i really i really think that this is uh the wrestling showcase is something that we can look forward to seeing again because a lot like i said a lot of the people that i talked to after and i was just pulling polling people to see what they thought because i wanted to go back to you know josh and say hey this is what a lot of people are liking this stuff so you guys are definitely doing the right job um putting the best product out there possible yeah it was it was just top to bottom man really really cool really good and uh um it was so nice putting faces with names and things like that um i got to speak with comrade for a little while at length which was really neat um, basically, man, just trying to figure out how in the fuck he does all these shows and when he has time to do them all. Because mm-hmm. um, I know how busy it can be for me and you trying to get this thing put together for uh, every week, you know. And uh, you know, like 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 right now, like this is pretty tough for us because D'Lo lost uh, all of his. I don't know. I, I guess his audio or whatever it was. Um, but but yeah, I mean, so I mean, the guy busts his ass off and works so hard, and you can see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't take the weekend off either. He doesn't just allow his his shows to take over. He, he's heavily involved and um, he's actually an interesting guy to hear from. Um, so I really liked listening to uh, their, their, um, their shows they had all weekend. They were really neat. Um, and me and you ended up going to, to a lot of them. Um, and I wasn't thinking about how many to go to at all. I mean, or even go. And so I ended up going to quite a few. I think we made you went to at least four or five, something like that. Um, yeah. But just really good entertainment, man. Uh, if you, if you, if you, when this thing comes out again or, near you you got to go check it out just good stuff yeah if you head over to i'll give them the plug right here guys uh head over to adfreeshows.com right now check it out become a top guy because i i've been a top guy myself with conrad's group there afs for almost uh be three years in november 
And it's not just, you know, this Patreon group. It's a family. There's guys here that uh, I'm in group chats with. Now I talk to on a daily basis that, uh, you know, I consider brothers. Uh, and you know, we look forward to this get together every year. You know, we have zooms probably at least, you know, a couple times a month and, you know, it just becomes more of a wrestling community. And that's something that I think it's overlooked a lot now between all these people that think they know everything in the business and all they want is to run to the dirt sheets and, you know, and see what, see what's out there. Okay. Well, so-and-so said, uh, uh, you know, Roman Reigns is going to be dropping the title to, you know, Braun Strowman who came back last night. I'm like, no, that's eh, maybe down the road, but it's like, what the hell? Um, but no, head over there adfreeshows.com. Check it out. It's worth every penny. Uh, and, uh, definitely check that out. Like I said, check it out. The wrestling showcase as well. Hopefully knock on wood. Hopefully there'll be another one coming down the pipeline soon. Um, but with that being said, uh, Brian, I think we really, uh, you know, we, we hit home. Obviously this is a little bit of a quicker episode this week. Cause obviously we're doing the part two with D'Lo and obviously the whole, the issues that he had with his, his, his audio, but, um, yeah, it was just, Definitely good to at least hear from him again, at least chat for a little bit that we, a little bit time that we had with him. Absolutely, man. Um, you know, things happen and it's okay. It's cool. And sometimes it's good to have just a crazy podcast day where you can just talk a little bit of everything. And I think this is one of them. And, uh, hopefully everyone's going to enjoy this and just say, okay, so they are kind of normal. Uh, they, <laughs> they do some fun stuff. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so, you know, Hey, always good hearing from D'Lo Brown, my man. And um, I'm glad he, like you said, I'm glad we could get some time on here a little bit with him. Unfortunate with his uh, audio issues. But like I said, shit happens, man. Uh, thank goodness we had a lot to talk about from this weekend. And, of course, AEW would never let us not have enough to talk about for them as well. So that, that that's <laughs> always never an issue. Oh, one thing I did want to get your thoughts on, because I saw your one tweet last night about Raw, uh, about the cage match. What the wow. fuck, okay. man? I, I, I don't understand what a cage means anymore. I really don't. Uh, what was it, 40 minutes or something like that? Four minutes, something like that. I can't remember, 44 yeah. uh, minutes before the cage was even fucking used. I mean, jeez. And it's supposed to keep people out. Well, there was more people involved in that than there would be without one. I mean, it's just yeah. unbelievably just not done well. I mean, the match was okay. Um, it's just, just not what a cage match has anymore. It's just not what it is. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I was just disappointed. Really wanted to see a good cage match. I really loved who was in it. Well, and I think, do you really see them adapting the old, the old school NWA rules where you know the only way to win is by pinfall or submission? Yeah. Do you see, you see them doing it down the line? Well, now they do the what, what escape. Over the over the top or through the door, it's just so many different ways now that everybody does it. Um, I'm like you; it should stay traditional and and and, and be involved submission because then you know it's going to be a cage match. <laughs> I mean, that's really the only way to make it seem like it's going to be a legit cage match. So yeah, that that tweet was me being really into the show and then seeing all that shit, and it was just like, come on, man, give me a cage match. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but. With that being said, next week, Brian, before we get our plugs in, I wanted to let everybody know next week we're going to be going over Brock Lesnar, um, and we're going to also be going over his match he had with Kurt Angle 
Um, Iron Man match from September 18th, 2003 on SmackDown. A match that you were a part of. Uh, that was something we actually, I believe you chatted with. I, who, I forgot who you chatted with this weekend about it. Uh, but what's uh, what's something that everybody can look forward to with this match? Um, it was the most pressure match I've ever done in my career. Um, and why I say that is because if I'm not mistaken and I'll have to go back and look or you'll look and we'll figure all this out by the time next week comes around. But uh, I believe it was like seven segments uh, or more. Mm -hmm. And I had to get us to those seven segments and break commercial wise and all that stuff. And it was, and I had to remember probably eight finishes. Um, it, it was just absolutely insane. So I'll go over that and a lot more of it, but, um, and then I'm hoping maybe I can get a, maybe a, um, word from Kurt maybe, or, or an excerpt or something. Um, and, uh, you know, add to that a little bit too, as well. Sure. Yeah, no doubt. It definitely be something to look forward to. I know we saw him. I, I saw him this past weekend at top guy weekend, uh, chat with him for a little bit, but, um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to this. Cause this is one of the matches that I really enjoyed. Uh, from this era, you know, early 2003, Brock's still very young. Uh, you know, Kurt is doing his thing as only Kurt Angle can do, man. Uh, but somebody that's definitely doing his thing is J.D. Hoop. We talked about him uh, in this last segment here. Check him out across all your social medias at J.D. Hoop 702. Absolutely phenomenal artwork that he does for us and a lot of other people. Check him out if you're in need of any artwork hit him up. He's absolutely phenomenal. Your boy, my boy, everybody's boy, Mr. AJ McKay for that banger of a entrance. I caught you playing, <laughs> playing it for a bunch of people this weekend. Uh, absolutely yeah, phenomenal. I did, man. Yes, I did. And people think it's hot, man. It's fire. And it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, JD Hoop is a great dude, man. Medium impression was awesome. What a great, great guy that guy is. Um, and his work is just as good as the guys he is. So it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's amazing, man. Um, was really happy to see and meet him, man, finally. And, uh, wow. Good weekend, man. Good weekend. No doubt. No doubt. But if you want to hit us up on social media, you can simply just go over to castby.com slash reffing it up. All our social media links are there. All our platforms we're on are there as well. Brian, way people can get a hold of you and just see your just lovely, lovely face each and every day, brighten up their day. Sure. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can uh it's really simple at baby hebner it's on twitter and it's on instagram at baby hebner and uh been tweeting quite a bit more because i've got more time because i'm not on the road and um some things are good and some things are bad so check me out uh you might like something i say and you might not and it's okay um and instagram i need to pick that game up uh because normally they were mostly wrestling and gym stuff and i haven't been doing either one of those by the way <laughs> uh so but anyway, I'm getting back on that path. So anyway, so yeah, that's that's how you do it, man. And um, I'm really looking forward to next week. And I really want to thank D'Lo Brown and um, everyone associated with uh, Reffing It Up. Awesome. Well, we'll see you back here next week as we go over Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle Iron Man match from September 18th, 2003, right here on Reffing It Up. One, two, three. <laughs>